0: Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm extremely pleased to have Matt and Nava Asner of the Ed Asner Family Center as my guests today. Matt Asner grew up on TV sets and in the wings of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, watching his father, Ed Asner, and the talented legendary cast in action. His love of the arts and music evolved into a career as an entertainer and producer, He has produced and directed award-winning documentaries and television shows for over 25 years. His interest in documentaries brought him to all corners of the globe where he met with world leaders, celebrities, artists, and veterans. In 2008, however, Asner's world was changed forever when his youngest son was diagnosed with autism. Since then, he has dedicated himself to the millions of people affected by autism and related disorders around the world, including becoming the Executive Director for Autism Speaks in Southern California and creating AutFest, the first international film festival related to autism. In March of 2018, Asner with his wife, Nava, and father, Ed, announced the creation of the Ed Asner Family Center an organization dedicated to providing arts enrichment to special needs individuals, as well as mental health support to their families. Nava Asner is the co-founder of the Ed Asner Family Center and the founder of Camp Ed, a mother, spokesperson, advocate, and life coach for special needs families. Nava spent her childhood growing up with her parents and eight brothers traveling around the USA in a 24-foot camper while her Stanford-educated physician father took care of Native Americans free of charge. Leaving her camper at the age of 15, she traveled the world as a model before settling down in Los Angeles, where she helped run her family's surf camp. After the diagnosis of autism for her two youngest sons, a desire to help people through the difficult path of diagnosis and treatment was born. In 2014, she created the Balance Family Conferences, where the explicit goal was to support the foundation of the special needs family, not just the impacted child. Now, at the Ed Asner Family Center, her goal is to provide health, healing, and community support with low or no-cost mental health support and typical sibling support for families in need. Nava continues to be a leader in the community and speaks nationally and internationally about her personal experiences being a wife and mother to a blended family of six kids, three of whom are on the autism spectrum. Welcome, Matt and Nava, and thank you so much for joining me today to discuss the wonderful resource you've created for those with special needs.
1: Thank, thank you for you having so us. Thank you much. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor to be here.
0: I very much appreciate you saying that. Um, to begin with, could you please describe the philosophy of the Ed Asner Family Center and the population that it is geared to serve?
1: First of all, uh, we wanted to... Create something uh, for the longest time we've wanted to create something that uh, that we would have loved to have had when we were coming out, uh, you know, into this world that uh, freshly diagnosed. Um, so um, we wanted to create a place that uh, you know that, that everyone really needs, um, and we used our own experiences to really build that. So. We we feel the arts is extremely important in creating a whole person and creating self-confidence in a person. And so we wanted to create a place where the arts was prevalent and important uh, and all and inclusive. Um, vocational uh, classes, we feel that's very important because of the unemployment situation and the underemployment situation and the autism and disability community. Nava, you know, uh, Really struggled for a long time uh, and needed mental health uh, services.
2: And, <laughs> I like and, the way you well, describe I, that. I, I, I,
1: <laughs> she she can she I, needed she I needed counseling and services. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I that at, sound that came out. I know right? that was that was a very strange <laughs> way of describing my uh, need for support. I was going through a bad divorce. I um, by the way, do you see the way men uh, describe women? That they're hysterical, they're crazy, and but anyway, I was going through a bad divorce, and um, I had four children, two with autism, and um, I, you know, I had a terrible anxiety, and my son's diagnosis and his own anxiety just exacerbated my own. Um, but at the time, you know, I'm a single mom, I'm working three jobs, and the last thing in the world I could budget was. Um, a, a, a Uh, therapy for myself Um, and I always put myself second and I find that a lot of my families um, the parents and normally it's the single moms that I'm dealing with um, are putting their needs and their personal needs for um, self-care second so um, I wasn't mentally ill I wasn't falling apart but I was like so many other moms who are struggling mightily and, and can't afford mental health and uh, counseling. And, um, you know, when we decided on the center, to me, my goal was that we try to help um, mend some of these fractured families. And sometimes the mom is the only family that these kids have. And um, for me, having low and no cost um, counseling was paramount. Well, I am so glad to hear you say
0: that. I I, I just want to add to that, Nava, that you are definitely preaching to the choir here because I am also a single mom of three children whom I raised by myself from a very young age, my youngest being a son with special needs. So I hear you loud and clear, and yes, we always tend to put ourselves last, and that that is just, it's it's a huge problem because, yeah. let me tell you, if you're not there for, for yourself and if you're not functioning and if you're not yeah. able to do what you need to do, how can you be there for your kids?
2: Exactly.
0: It's, it's a big it's, problem. It's terrible.
2: And I use that analogy all the time of when you're on an airplane and they tell you to put your mask on first and then help your children. Absolutely. You know, it, we never think of ourselves first and um, and, you know, the, here was an opportunity for us when we're creating organically what we needed so badly. That, for me, was everything. And I feel, you know, we have these pillars of our center now. And to me, the biggest pillar was the family and that we are, we're not just supporting the individual, um, whoever the individual might be in the family with special needs. We're, we're supporting the entirety of the family and that includes sometimes grandparents who are caregivers or typical siblings who need, um, you know, enrichment as much as their uh, special needs sibling.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and very often it's, it's quite a, um, a challenging dynamic, uh, especially mm-hmm. if it is a single-parent household, to balance so- that, uh, that dynamic between the, the neurotypical and the neurodiverse children because the the neurodiverse child will often need more attention um, in certain ways than the neurotypical children and and trying to trying to work that out and, and achieve that balance and have the children feel that they're all being given their due and and the attention that they're asking for and 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 what they need um, can, can be a very very challenging thing for a parent yeah
2: and, you know, I think that uh, one of the things that I found in my old conferences is a standard uh, support group doesn't work with typical neurotypical uh, siblings. So we have really uh, tried to replicate some of our most successful enrichments, um, one being an art therapy um, class for siblings. Um, and um, our art director happens to be our eldest child, um, but she is uh, the eldest. Uh, she's the only girl in our family, and she's the eldest with five little brothers. So she has three autistic brothers. So she's the art director, but she's also a sibling herself. So a lot of the um, a lot of the um, people who join this uh, particular support group are really, you know, connected to her because she does have that common um, thread with them.
0: Well, since we're talking about the support groups, can uh, can you tell me what sort of support staff you have working at the center and what different types of support groups you offer for the people with special needs and their families?
1: Well, we have a, a director of Counseling Services and Mental Health uh, in Chris Assad. who she's a licensed MFT. Uh, so she's on staff here. Uh, and we have a lot of um, a lot of people who are running our classes are artistic people. Uh, who, um, you know, who are, are, I would say, experts in their field, in their arts field. Uh, And, um, you know, one of them is Aviva. Uh, We have, um, we actually have quite a few uh, people on the spectrum working for us, uh, running classes, uh, which we're very proud of. It's become very important to us to hire people on the spectrum and to make sure that we employ people and we're inclusive in employment um, because that's how we think. The rest of the world should be. So we make sure we do that. Um, so if you come to any of our camps, um, you'll see a, a good majority of uh, the counselors at our camps uh, are on the spectrum.
2: And in, uh, as far as the support groups themselves, um, we have a um, we have a moms support group every month. Uh, Matt has created a dad's poker night every month because. Similarly to the siblings, the dads don't want to sit around and, you know, talk about their feelings. And so um, Matt's poker night has been very successful in kind of, um, you know, having a bunch of dads get together and really have the support of each other without, you know, the structure of a support group that they don't feel comfortable in that kind of environment.
1: Yeah, I think dads need to ease into that kind of situation. And I think when you have something like uh, poker or something else, that that's that's kind much of,
2: more natural for them. The oh, social yeah. activity
1: oh, you're doing. While oh, you're I agree. Playing, that's brilliant. Yeah. So so we do that, and um, and then like Nava said, go ahead.
2: Um, we also have an LGBTQIA. Um, they just added that to our uh, support group. And the LGBTQIA support group is also run uh, by our mental health director and a uh, one of our um, our uh, employees that is another autistic adult who's also transgender. Um, so we have uh, that that uh, support group. We also have a sex and social media coming of age uh, support group for girls, and then we have a. Uh, Coming of age um, support group for boys as well. I mean, um, we we really wanted to try to get something supportive and um, you know really just trying to get everyone feeling like they have some place to go and some safe place to just be included and and uh, and find some friends and find some you know uh, connections.
0: Well, I understand that the center also offers arts and career advancement programs programs uh, after school and on the weekends, mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. as counseling and mindfulness classes. Can you describe some of those services to me as well?
2: Absolutely. We're open currently six days a week. Um, most of our classes, um, except for our counseling, most of our classes are after school. So um in the afternoon, depending on the day, um, we have fine art, uh, arts and crafts, we have the World Famous Miracle project, we have adaptive martial arts, which you, your son um, knows well. We have um, yoga for the entire family. We have yoga for kids on another day. We have an amazing music therapist who who um, um, has the kids do an original, kind of almost like a self-portrait through music um, once a week. Um, And we have a a, a very successful voiceover class um, twice a week because it's been so successful we had to uh, add another class.
1: That's on Sundays and Thursdays.
2: Sundays and Thursdays. Um, We also have a science program that we just debuted on Saturdays. We have the amazing Joanne Laura doing autism movement therapy on Saturdays. Joanne also runs our adult work program called Autism Works Now, which is a job training, job mentoring, and um, she has the Glorious Pies uh, pie truck, so there is an existing job program within her, her class. Um, and we have Special Fit, which is our physical fitness um, program for special needs kids on special needs all ages, actually, on Sundays. Um, and Mike Ramirez, who um, is the creator of Special Fit, also is going to introduce um, nutritional and well-being classes. Um, we also have uh, a, an amazing ballroom dance teacher. And the ballroom dance is for all the entire family as well. It's, I really wanted to have a few of our classes be the kind of programs where the entire family could come and just have fun and you know it's sometimes it's dads with their daughters dancing sometimes it's grandmothers coming with their grandchildren so the ballroom dance on Sundays has been a very popular class for us as well and I'm I'm not even halfway through I mean it's just we have something for everyone
0: wow what a wonderful and incredibly varied (laughs) roster of classes that's that's terrific um, Thank you. Also, please talk a little bit about Camp Ed. I think that was, that was your baby, Nava, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, gosh,
2: it really is. It really is my baby. And, um, you know, my background is uh, surf camp. So I ran surf camp. I was the director of surf camp for about a decade. Um, my father created it in the 70s. Um, and <laughs> it was an overnight camp. Um, And so eventually I'd love Camp Ed to become a overnight experience. But we actually debuted the center with Camp Ed last summer. Um, We were using shared and donated space at the time. Um, But to me it was just, it's so, um, you know, I had such frustrating experiences with my own children and the after-school programs that they offered. I couldn't really afford uh, a private camp. Um, and the ESY program to me was just, you know, like sending them to prison. I just was so unhappy with it. And, um, to me, the idea of having expressive arts and the things that my children love to do in a a camp setting was, you know, my dream come true. And so we had a very successful first time out. Um, I had 50% scholarship rate my first year, um, last summer. Um, now we've we are having our fourth camp, which is our winter camp, coming up in um, in January, early January. And um, and I you know I look forward to having uh, uh, you know as many scholarships as I possibly can get out can give out. Um, again, as Matt said, um, we have increased over the um, camps um, hiring autistic uh, individuals um, as counselors. So. It's a very unique experience, our camp, where we have um, not just uh, special needs campers, but we have the counselors, some of the junior counselors, some of the volunteers are autistic and special needs themselves.
0: Okay, now this is a day camp, not, not an overnight camp yet,
2: right? Not yet. So, no, we, okay, it's, it's, it's a, day a camp. 10 to 3 day camp um, this year because of the extension for LAUSD's break it's going to be January 6th through the 10th, and um, it's a five-day camp, Monday through Friday, and uh, it's just a really wonderful, fun expressive arts camp with dancing and and music and art and everything that you would have um, in some of our programs. You know, we ha- we introduce that uh, on a daily basis with camp. Um, this year, what's the
0: age range? The age range of the um, kids.
2: The median. Median age, I'd say, was about 18. Um, we have had kids as young as 10. It's 10 to 25, but that's pretty loose. We had a few um, wonderful students last year who were in their early 30s, and we had um, one student who was nine. So it's really, it's really, um, you know, just based on the ability of of uh, each child um, family experience. We we really go through um, each family and see if we're the right fit for them and if, um, if, you know, a lot of the kids come with their support people. And it's just it's really a wonderful, all-inclusive experience.
0: Okay, and you have camps, you said, at various times throughout the year. Is that correct?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this year is our winter camp. Uh, it's, we're coming up to our winter camp. We also are going to debut our first spring camp next year. But our summer camp is our biggest camp and it's an eight week uh, experience.
0: Okay, now do people have to be in the Los Angeles area to avail themselves of your services? Do you have locations or affiliates elsewhere?
1: That's in the works. Um, We have a plan to kind of start expanding, but we really wanted to root here before we, you know, before we went elsewhere. So we're going to be here for probably a couple of years before we end up expanding, uh, because it's extremely important for us to make this work and, uh, and get it right.
0: Okay. Well, at this point, I'm going to throw the floor over to you guys, and I'm going to ask, is there anything that you would like to add that we haven't covered, and what do you feel is the most important takeaway that our listeners should have from our conversation?
1: I would uh, encourage your listeners to come visit us um, and just spend some time here. Because one of the things that I think we pride ourselves most on is that we're a place where you're going to want to hang out mm-hmm. uh, as a family, as uh, you know, for, for individuals or families. I think, um, you know, just come and, and, and take a class or come and watch a class. Just come and be here. Um, it's, uh, it's a place, I think, uh, that will resonate with most people. Uh, and uh, we're very proud of it.
2: And we're also doing tours. So if you're interested in, in seeing the center, um, you can just call our main line and um, make an appointment to do a tour. Um, and, um, but uh, there's something for everyone here. I think that's the most important part is it really has become like a special needs community center. And, um, and to that effect, we have community events every single month um, where we invite the community to the center, and we have either informational nights or um, we just debuted our first 21 and over social club. Um, we just we really do have some something for everyone, I think here, and you just have to see it for yourself.
0: Then, what's the best way for our listeners to reach out to you directly if they have questions or if they want to know more?
1: Well. Certainly the best way is uh, always to call us or to visit the website. The website is www.edasnerfamilycenter.org. And to call us would be 818-302-0712. So that's edasnerfamilycenter.org or 818-302-0712.
0: Well, thank you so much, Matt and Nava, for taking the time to share information about your amazing center and its programs with me today. Thank you, Gilda. Thank
2: you so much for having us. We
1: appreciate it very much. Helping us spread the word.
0: I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.